What up, guys? Your boy Quake. We're back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number 173. Yeah, and everybody knows it's your boy Vito. Let's get to it. Vito. What's cracking like? I don't know. Getting <laughs> late. It's been a long day. Yeah, we've been we've been at it, doing some stuff, hanging out with some friends. Shout out to them for pulling up. Um Yeah, uh, first, by the time you see this, hear this. Well, I don't know about here because usually the audio comes out before the video. But by the time you're probably watching, listening, the Get Rich or Die Trying 20-year anniversary trailer is out. So, yeah. Uh, yes. I hope you're enjoying the trailer. Give me some feedback. Hit me up. You already know. Instagram, mm. everything. Twitter. Let me know what you guys think of it. Uh, long, long process in the works. So, yeah beautiful man it's beautiful so uh, i can't wait to read people's responses and how they react to stuff and that's yeah, just the trailer i can't wait till the full thing comes out it's yeah be. that's what i'm patiently waiting for this documentary to explode on <laughs> anyway feels so. like my camera's been hot for too long exactly <laughs> that's actually a good remix we should do something like that yeah drake uh this was i like i like this uh approach of what he was saying uh because i i agree so let's let's talk about what what he said. Drake urges Spotify to pay artists bonuses after historic seventy five billion streams milestone. Hmm. So Drake has called on Spotify to pay artists bonuses as a reward for reach, for reaching milestones on the platform. A Toronto rapper took to his Instagram stories on Wednesday, February first, to celebrate the first artist in Spotify history to surpass seventy five billion streams. But instead of re revealing reveling in his continued dominance drizzy was more concerned about his fellow artists getting paid generously for bringing users to the streaming service we should get bonuses like athletes to motivate the future artists to be consistent and competitive so feel free to send me a lebron sized check i have enough dinner plates at spotify what he means by dinner plates is spotify usually sends those like plates looking thing mm-hmm. if you do something you know if you pass and drake's like i got enough of those like you guys are sending me just yeah. give me a check man give yeah. me something yeah. And I agree, man. Spotify gets a lot of money. They make a lot of money off artists. Um, I don't know exactly what the percentage of split is, but I do feel like if they get if artists do get bonuses for doing, you know, big things, it will motivate them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Extra money, you know. That's how it motivates workers. They get bonuses. Exactly. And I agree with Drake. Drake's already a billionaire, so the fact that he's mentioning it. Damn, that chick's gotta be nasty. LeBron size check. I don't know if he's talking about a five year deal, but a LeBron yeah. per year check. LeBron gets about forty million a year, roughly somewhere around there, My to play per year. So forty million LeBron size check would be for a bonus. Imagine getting a bonus of forty million dollars. Oh my god! Yeah. I I think I don't know if they should give him. I think every milestone. So like if an artist reaches a billion streams, you know they should get like a million dollars or five hundred thousand like a bonus. There you go. A billion streams is pretty hard to get. Like one billion streams, that's not easy. To yeah, get. yeah. So, um, I think I yeah, five hundred thousand, something like that. Yeah, I don't know what the number would be. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how much they make or whatever. But yeah, so I agree with that, man. A lot. I'm glad. I'm glad Drake, who's like one of the biggest, if not the biggest artist, um, you know, said something. According to Dido Music, Spotify currently pays artists between zero point zero zero three and zero point zero zero five per stream on average with 70% of the revenue going to the artists slash rights holders and 30% of Spotify. 
So damn, that's so. I guess yeah. it should really be labels giving checks. Yeah, the labels actually that's should be giving seventy percent. Yeah, but I mean they're getting zero point zero zero three per stream to zero 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 point zero zero five. So it's not even a penny per stream. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, in December twenty twenty one, T Pain shared a post claiming it would take three hundred and fifteen streams of a song on Spotify to make just one dollar, alongside the ratio of other streaming services. That doesn't that doesn't add up. That, the math doesn't add up. I see a lot of well. I guess I used a beat for one, and now we got a Twitter. Most artists don't even get a whole one dollar. I'm just the up and coming. Know what the real is. I work for mine, and there are tons of ways around this if you move right. Interesting. Uh, R&B singer India already removed her music from Spotify in protest against Joe Rogan's history of racially insensitive. Okay, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I do. I think bonuses in any any field is important. It does motivate people. So. For sure, you know, and artists get artists get awards, but I feel like this should be like a, a championship type of run for artists, like a championship ring or something. Like if you, I don't know, something that like relates to sports. Yeah, that's a good idea. Man. That'll I like be that. that'll be interesting. Like if you're dominating that, you get the championship ring for like the biggest, or you get like the mic of the year or some shit. Yeah, like a diamond mic or some some something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Even though they get Grammys, they get all these things, whatever. Uh, but True. those like I don't know. I feel like numbers, like Billboard. Billboard Music Awards. That's why I only care about the Billboard Music Awards because actually just look at numbers for the most part. It's numbers based. It's not about politics and who knows who. Grammys, that's all the Grammys is. It's about politics, who do you know, this and that, and a board votes, and it's like, yeah, it's stupid. I think the right. Grammys, yeah, I'm, that's why I've never been a fan of the Grammys, even though they, they're having their event. And we're going to talk about that uh, the following because day. Because diverse mentality got to start some shit like that for the artist. Yeah, I was thinking something for YouTube. We'll get into that in Fact. the future. Some for YouTube would be nice. Um, yeah, shout out to Drake, man, for speaking up. Because most artists at his level don't give a flying fuck about other artists. And they they already got money. They're they're well off. So, yeah. We'll see. Kevin Gates, man. This guy. I wish he wouldn't. Sometimes I wish he wouldn't do interviews because he is such a great artist. Has such amazing music. Uh but these interviews kind of take away from that. Um, people hear the interviews, they see a lot of stuff he says, and they're like, this guy's corny, or we don't like this guy, and then they never give the music a real chance. Uh, sometimes interviews can be, they can help you, benefit you, and then sometimes it could backfire. And a lot of things that Kevin Gates says, just people don't like. they like, he's lying, he's that, he's that, he's weird, blah, 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 even though Kevin Gates doesn't care, uh, and he shouldn't really. People just talk out of their ass sometimes. Um but this was this was stupid, and I think what he said he worded it wrong, probably. So because this makes no sense. Yeah. Um. I was like, how the hell can you? Yeah. So he went on Big Boy's Neighborhood. Big Boy. And he claimed he once survived without food or water for almost a month. He said, "Dry fasting is when you don't drink or eat." Uh. Big Boy asked, "On how long?" It depends. The longest I ever did it was close to a month. A month to three weeks, no food, no water, and that's how the basically the interview. Oh my god, yeah, I just um, so I think that the it, for three days, if you don't have water, you'll die. I think yeah. it is. So, how long can you last without water? With food, you can last, I think, a week or something. I, like that. I don't three days. Yeah, three days. I just googled it. Three days says your body requires a lot of water to maintain internal temperature balance and keep cells alive. In general, a person can survive 
for about three days without water. Mm-hmm. So water is more important than food. You can survive, let's see, without food. I think you can survive without food for like a while. I think it's like a week. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I'm right. It says anywhere, it can be a few days to up to 10 days. Yes, about a week. But in rare instances, you can um, you can survive like weeks. It's rare though, like most mm. people. Depends, I guess, how big you are, how much yeah. you, how much your body can keep going to its, you know. Uh, but yeah, basically a week, ten days, something like that. So Kevin Gates said he did that whole shit with for three weeks a month. I yeah. think he worded it wrong. I yeah. think he's talking about fasting Ramadan. Yeah, and you know, you do you you last like what is it, twelve hours sometimes? Was mm-hmm. what's the exact time frame? Yeah, it's it's like fourteen. It's actually more than twelve hours. To fourteen, something yeah. like that. So yeah, I think he he just kind of. I guess what he means is after the fasting 12, 14 hours, you eat, drink quick, and then you go straight to sleep. So you only eat like once, you know, a day. But like he didn't, I think the way he worded it, it just sounded like he doesn't yeah, at all. control, like what? Yeah. So let me see what the pure definition of dry fasting is. Yeah, I'm sure that that's exactly what he was talking about. Doing that. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So dry fasting is a form of intermittent fasting in which no liquid is consumed during the fasting window. Exactly. Just, so, just, just like Ramadan. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, you have a window where you don't. So like 14, 14 hours of no food, no water. And Ramadan is 30 days. So Yeah, so he Ramadan. said, yeah, three weeks to a month. That's what he said. And that's basically 30 days. So he worded it wrong. And of course. You think he did that on purpose? Yeah, I think I think he kind of Yeah, I think Caroline. Because then everybody yeah. talks about it. And everybody's like, yeah. Um Healthline said typically the longest a human can go possibly without food or water is about a week. Like both. Mm. So I don't know. Um, regardless, I know it's at least three days without water. Me, I can't last without water, man. Like me, Water is the hardest. Yeah, I cannot. That's the thing. Like if a fasting, if fasting was like you can drink like water, I'd be able yeah, to do but it. That's not yeah, I know. But that's, I, I can, like me, I can eat can. once a day, no problem. Um, but like I need liquid. It's just, I need that. My mouth gets dry quick. Even on this podcast, it gets dry quick. Um, yeah. It just, I need that. That's something. To be honest, it's just a mental thing. Cause you really don't. No, nah, I need it. You, no. you do need it, but it's like you, you, you'll be totally fine. No, I've been doing 14 hours per day. Yeah. You know, and your body recovers, man. There's a lot of studies that, that, that actually heals your body. Yeah. Because your body, technically, we're not supposed to be, like we're not supposed to be eating three times a day, man. Oh. Because think about it. If we're, if we're in our natural habitat, right? We're going to hunt food. Naturally, you eat once a day. Going to hunt food takes all day. It's a process that takes time. By the time you make it, blah, 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 eat it, consume it. Then you have snacks in between. That's really about it. But three times a day is like just like the working schedule of shit. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel way better when I eat once a day only. I feel way better. But yeah, Like a nice good meal. But I am looking to gain nice weight, snacks. put on muscle. So now I'm going to start getting back into my – because when I was, when I was like actually working out – Gaining weight, I was eating like four to five times a day. Sometimes I would force myself at night to eat, you know. Yeah, and when we say that four or five times, it's not like we're eating big meals. It's about a thousand, decent. a thousand, anywhere from six hundred to a thousand calories. That's that's a pretty decent meal because I need I need about to gain weight because I'm a I have a fast metabolism to gain weight. I need about four thousand calories, like a good four thousand calories. So four meals each a thousand calories. That's not a, that's not a pretty light meal, you know. I th- I think that's a pretty pretty decent meal. Yeah, it's not like huge, gigantic, but but that is a lot of calories. Yeah, I need about four thousand. I think 
So that's yeah. when I was when I definitely gained weight. Yeah, back then I was yeah. back then I was eating up to forty five hundred, sometimes five thousand calories ah. a day. Yeah, but I was gaining men like every week. I was gaining yeah, like was a chunk. pound and a half. Yeah, two. I was chunk. Every I went, morning I, you wake up, you get chunk. I was almost like one eighty at one point. You know, um, and to me that's a lot because right now I'm like one fifty probably. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when I get out, when I got to that level, man, I was. You can see it on my face. You know, I have photos of it too. It's like, yeah, I need to get back to that. I need to get to that. I want to get to like because I'm six, roughly six one and a half, six two. So I looked at my height about one eighty five, one ninety is a good. Like weight, so I need to get back to that. And after after that point, if I can maintain that way, just eat once a day, I'll be perfectly fine. Because I don't like to eat often. Uh, this was a crazy story. Uh, Michigan, uh, these these Michigan rappers that went to like a concert that was out, you know, like some of these open mic shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they never returned. They just disappeared. So let's go over the article. Uh, three Michigan rappers who went missing after a canceled concert earlier this month have been found dead inside in an abandoned apartment in Detroit. Wow. According to Click on Detroit, police believe the three bodies found in Highland Park apartment on Thursday, February 2nd, are Armani Kelly, 27, Montaya Gibbons, 31, and Dante Wicker, 31, who had been missing for almost two weeks. Detroit News reports that investigators were led to the area after obtaining the three men's cellular data with their phones pinging to an area near the large abandoned apartment complex. They were reportedly found in the basement beneath old construction equipment and had been shot. Wow. That is some scary shit. That is. The rappers were set to perform at Lounge 31 on Gratiot Avenue on Detroit's east side on January 22nd, I mean 21st. But the show was reportedly canceled due to a problem with equipment. Armani Kelly informed his fiancée the event was no longer happening and was planning to meet up with others and possibly find open mic events. However, text calls and Facebook messages went unanswered sometime after 7.30 p.m. Last week, police arrested a 15-year-old who was driving Kelly's 2017 Chevrolet Equinox without a license plate. According to Detroit police source, the teen told police that a man had told him to pick up the car on Schoolcraft on Detroit's west, west side. Police discovered calls and texts that led him to a man who lives on Ashton, Detroit's northwest side. The man, who had an outstanding warrant involving alleged fraud, was taken to custody for questioning on Monday, January 30th. Around 9 p.m. Thursday, Michigan police sent the forensics unit inside the Highland Park building to begin collecting evidence, but said it would be a slow process due to the rat-infested conditions. While police haven't officially confirmed identities, Kelly's mother said she was alerted by authorities about the discovery hours before police found the bodies. Kelly's mother revealed in an interview that she believed her son was dead. All I want is someone to tell me where he's at so we can go home and I can lay him to rest. Deep in my gut and in my soul and my heart, he's gone. Gibbons' mother also said they told me they found the three bodies. I don't know what I'm going to do, how I'm going to bury him. Messed up, man. Something happened where this someone set up a fake event. Seems like it, yeah. Yeah, because it got canceled. Like It wasn't yeah. even a, an actual event. The actual people were there. Wow. Set these people up, which I don't know. You know, Maybe they have a history with somebody and... Uh, yeah, something's going on. Who knows? Something's going on. I don't know why would somebody would just set up an event and then kill three random people. That makes no sense. So there has to be a tie to this. There has to be a motive to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, very weird, man. I've never heard a story like this ever. So uh, rest in peace to all three of them being, rest you know, being found shot dead in the basement. Um, is not. Yeah, that seems a, like they were brought there and shot. Yeah, probably yeah. kidnapped and then yeah. taken there. 
I wonder what the reason, uh, man. I'm really going to keep an eye on this. Uh, very, very interesting. Speaking of like a crazy event, a couple of days ago, what happened? <laughs> yeah, man. I want to talk about this. I had to talk about this. This is fucked up. <laughs> Hell yeah, tell them. So uh, our friends came over to visit, uh, and then we went to this gas station that we normally go to. We went inside, got some snacks, you know, like a Red Bull snacks, blah, blah, blah. As we're coming back outside, you're taking photos of yeah, just the our cars. cars. Yeah. You're not blocking any gas station mark section. Like, you know, where cars can park and fill up gas. You're not blocking anything. Uh, you're no just taking photos. At all. No. Nothing. Yeah. Some guy in some beat up shitty car drives yeah. up. What does he yell? He yells something. You're get out the way. way. Yeah, get out the way or you're in the way. He honks. Yeah, he says, get out the way. Like he honks like, and like very like fast. And he comes, he comes zooming like in there. Zooming in there. Coming right at the pump where I'm at. Like right next to him. Yeah. yeah. Which makes no sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> comes in there, like, get okay. out the way. And I was like, I was looking, I was like, you're not even nowhere near the way. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So gets out the car and essentially all of us are like staring at him. Correct. I am staring at him. I don't know if uh, Vigan was staring at him, but... No idea. But I was staring at him. You were, and then I think maybe Venar was. Yeah, he was. Okay, so three three people confirmed staring at him. So it's one guy versus basically four people if you're looking to start some shit, right? Right. But we we didn't say anything. We just kind of looked at him like, what the hell? What is this? We were just confused. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what? We're just like sitting here like minding our own business. The guy just zooms in, so... Uh, after that, he gets out, and then what does he say? Because he's more, you're more on his side, so don't even start, homie, or something, something like that. He's like, don't even start, homie, or don't even start, or something like that. Yeah, and then yeah. walks, starts walking off, looks behind at us. He's walking away while looking at us, saying like, don't even start, man, because you know, uh, y'all got nice cars, but I got a nice gat. <laughs> I was like. I've, I've, by the way, we've lived, we've lived in Atlanta for seven years going on eight now. I've never experienced something like I that. I have never in my life. That was life. the first time weirdest shit ever. Two days in a row I experienced something like that. Yeah, to me. What do you mean two days in a row? Like that day and the day before. Oh, the cut it off. That's one. different. Yeah. That's more, I feel like. That was still weird as hell. <laughs> yeah, but so I feel I like. I never had that even happen before either. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like that, that was weird. Uh, we So we just kind of looked at him. I was going to say something, but I was like, this guy clearly hates his life this guy clearly has nothing to lose 100 so what do we talk about this podcast before when people do reckless shit just just kind of control yourself because it's not worth it it's not worth it at the end of the day something could have happened uh over what nothing literally nothing nothing Nothing. at all yeah so we just kind of just stared at him uh he had this stupid ass raccoon hat yep he looked like a fucking ugly moron bro he looked very stupid uh shitty car Hates his life. He looked like he was 40, 50 years old. Sees young guys with some nice cars and yeah. just gets jealous. That's all it is. Jealousy. That's he hates exactly his life. What it was. Um, yeah, we never threatened him, never did anything. By the way, we could that was a misdemeanor or a felony charge. We could have reported it. Yeah, he just basically threatened Threatened us for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um I was something crazy, man. I was like, what the hell is going on? But yeah, that could have been a situation where we're easily could have been escalated. We could have easily talked back. He could have said some shit. Boom, boom. Who knows what could happen? Unless unless he had the gun on him while he was walking into the gas station. Because. Oh, if he tried to go back for it, yeah. we're all jumping him. 
Yeah. One million percent. He's not going to make it. Start swinging. Oh, 100%. We're all yeah. jumping him. Four four against one, he's not doing shit. If he would have said, like, all right, I'm going to get him going right now. Oh, then. Oh, I'm going. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, before it, he even gets. See, to, there's only two options. You get in the car and dip, or you just start fighting this guy. Because now he's just threatening you that he's getting the gun, and he's about to shoot you. Yeah, I'd be dumb of him to do that because cameras all over the fucking place. People do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they just don't give a shit. Man. Um, Maybe the life will be better in prison, so they're like, they just go back. Yeah, so that's... I don't know. <laughs> so now we ran into a situation where this is the perfect example of just mind your own business. Who gives a fuck what people say? This guy clearly, you know, I hope he finds peace in his life because clearly something's going on in his life where he hates everybody, he hates everything. Because yeah. we're nowhere in... You are nowhere near in the way. And there was like empty gas station spots all over there. And he was bumping like Britney Spears or some stupid shit. Yeah, he's either on drugs yeah, or something's going on in his life. Some or, yeah. weird song or something. I don't know what the hell it was. And then as he was entering, loud he actually, window down, and he's just like sticking his head out the window, and he's, get out of the way, like you know, <laughs> like, and then honking, like the honking was not like did, you know, it was like long, pressed, held yeah. for like five seconds, six seconds. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Like I said, this is what I mean. It's like that could have easily turned left. We just kind of brushed it off. It is what it is. People are stupid, so you know. And that's what, you know, sometimes you have, if you have a nice car, jealousy comes with them. People say stupid shit, you know. Yeah. Most of, 90% of the time, it's positive. People come up, hey, nice car, blah, blah, blah. You get compliments. Even that place went to that hookah lounge, whatever, after I left. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you guys were gone, but after I left, those, the security guard, and the, one of the workers there, like, hey, man, nice car, it's beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And that's it. Keep it moving, yeah. thank you. You mo- Most part, you get nice compliments. But people like that who hate their lives, who have nothing nothing to lose, uh They'll just find any way to get mad and to use their gun for anything. He just he just wanted a reason to use his gun. That's all it was. Exactly. That's yeah, what I was just about to say. He just wants an excuse yep. to use it, which is dangerous. People like that, I don't think he even has a gun license. I bet you if we reported it at that moment right there, probably got locked up. Probably unregistered gun. Yeah. So all kinds of shit. We should have done that, honestly, because I'm a snitch, 100%. I'm snitching. You yeah. risking my life for no fucking reason. I didn't do anything. I'm snitching, snitching. So... Uh, but we just kind of brushed it off, kept it moving. Correct. So that's, you know, leading up to this story of all this. Uh, yeah, that's, that's crazy shit that happens in the world, man. Out of nowhere. Another day, another music catalog. Yeah. Yeah, I told you guys, man, it's probably going to keep going. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in the music industry, but this is interesting because I've never seen anything like this. By the way, I've been covering hip-hop since like 2008. I've seen nothing like this. <laughs> so let's see what who's next. Juice World. I know Juice World's passed away, but his estate has reportedly sold off a majority of the late rapper's catalog in a nine-figure deal. Nine figures. That means $100 million plus. Quietly wow. negotiated in the early months of 2022. According to Billboard, independent record label and music publisher Opus Music Group now owns 90% of the late rapper's Chicago's publishing and the rights to 90% of the income derived from his master recordings. The deal included not only a massive output of Juice World music that has already been released to fans, two albums in life, two posthumous albums, a collaborative mixtape project with Future, a solo mixtape, and nine EPs, but also hundreds of unreleased songs. The rapper's label, Partners, Interscope, and Lil Baby's Grade A Productions retained ownership of Juice World's masters. So they still own the masters. Interesting. So, like we said, a lot of people done this. Dr. Dre, Future did his uh, different kind of deal, but he did his. Iggy Azalea. Zaytoven, uh, you know, Lil Wayne early on. Lil Wayne was kind of first to this, kind of interesting. 
Yeah. When Wayne did it, everybody's questioning what the fuck's going on. Then he kept seeing more and more people doing it. So uh, shout out to Juice Wells Estate. I hope his family eats off that really well. And uh, yeah, sucks he's not alive too. It's probably it. a good timing that he's selling right now. That they're selling it. Because if they were to wait longer, don't you think like his music would have started, started dying out? And it yeah, I mean, he's got tracks that are going to last forever. But yeah, True, but yeah. there's no new music. Yeah. Keep it consistent to, you know, relevant, I guess. Or, exactly. Yeah. Um, he recorded a lot of fucking music. Though. The guy had like 500 unreleased songs. So this is a good time, actually. Perfect yeah. time. I think they should do the same thing with Pop Smoke. Yeah. I yep. think that'd be a good. It's, good. it's getting there to where it's going to start declining. Yeah. So I think Pop Smoke. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Pop Smoke comes up next. Yep. Uh, Pop Smoke, Nipsey Hustle. No, nah, I don't think Black Sam, his brother, is not going to do that. They're they're way too like they're way too like owning their stuff. They would not do that. Yeah, I don't see that ever happening. I'll be genuinely surprised that happens. Um, but yeah, uh, shout out to Juice World, rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace. So, uh, this was interesting because this is a good argument slash debate of why artists don't tour the world. So Beyonce announced her tour, and then. Torre, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Torre, Torre, the guy uh, who's done a lot of interviews, uh, he tweeted something interesting. He said, if I'm a billionaire or a multi-hundred millionaire, like Beyonce, Rihanna, Jay-Z, etc., there's no way I'm going on a big multi-city tour. When you're not on stage, touring is grueling and annoying and a hard grind. If you have tons of capital, there's easier ways to make millions. Good point. So we've talked about this before. So like a lot of people wonder why isn't Eminem going on a whole world tour? Why isn't this artist? Why isn't this artist? Because they can make money different ways. And it is a long, grueling tour. You're going to yeah. city to city, state to state, overseas, time zone changes. Yeah. Every oh. night, day and now, hotel. I did it basically with a documentary back and forth. And that, that fucking drained me. I couldn't imagine doing like a 50 city, you know, 40 city tour. Like that's insane, dude. And then doing worldwide tour, like yeah, that that everything changes your food, your sleep, <laughs> your time. Yeah, I don't know, man. That yeah. yeah, I would do that if I was still up and coming, like building my brand. You know, like if I was at the level of like you know, uh, Juice World was at you know at the time, that would make sense. Uh, artists that like just have one or two albums out, they're growing. But at Beyonce's level, uh, one person responded to that and said maybe she enjoys it and sees it as a way to keep. Lots of folks employed while building the fan base. I understand why some artists stop as soon as stop as soon as it's feasible. Then the guy uh, Tori responded saying, "That's a nice way of looking at it, but I don't think Beyonce is doing a 47 city tour to employ others. And she's not building a fan base when she's the biggest recording artist in America, maybe the world. This is maybe the most grueling way she has to make another bag. I disagree with the biggest artist in the world, maybe biggest artist in America, but." Uh, she's pretty big in the world for sure, okay. but um, it is a grueling process, man. So a lot of people don't think yeah. about this when when artists don't go on tour, and you're wondering why aren't they going on tour, right? Because they can make money different ways, man. Like imagine Dre going on a huge tour. Why does he have to do that? Mm-hmm. He just sold a portion of his catalog for two hundred million. Like yeah. he does not need the tour money, that but. Makes sense, man. I would be thinking about the fans. To me, if I was at that stage, I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna do one last tour around the globe at my age of whatever, let's say I'm 50 years old, which would suck. It'd be a grueling process at 50, especially at 50 years old. You'd be mm-hmm. very old. But I'd be like like Michael Jackson, the last, this is it. This is the last final tour. 
come out to see me as much as you can. I'm going to do big arenas. Come out, and let's have last ball, last fun, and that's it for tour, and I'm done. I think every artist should do that, at least have a final. I don't like if an artist just stops and it's done. Like You yeah, don't get yeah, a chance yeah. to have that final, you know, like, Because hey. you know how many other people have not gone to your show? Exactly. That might have this opportunity to go now, you know? When they're younger, like us, we were yeah. very young. We didn't get a chance to go. Yeah. Now we're older, we can go. So I think every artist should have that final, final tour. Say, hey, this is it. Eminem says, hey, this is the Eminem show. And we're, this, we're closing the curtains on this Eminem show. We're done. Yeah. Close curtains. Which is his tour. greatest hits album mm-hmm. title. Um, or Curtain Call is his greatest hits. Damn near same shit. Um, but yeah, I think artists should do that. But we'll see how much this tour generates for Beyonce. It might be a billion. Who knows? You know, and then he's not. She's not gonna pocket all that, but you know, she'll walk away with another two hundred million. So, oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, t- t- a lot of money. He also said it crossed my mind that maybe she should set up in one city and do forty dates and have fans come to her, but that would be that would put the tour financially beyond many fans. Expensive ticket plus a flight and a hotel. Yeah. So one city and just do forty dates. That's a different. That's a different idea. So you stay at one city, mm-hmm. let's just say a big Los Angeles you're performing at. Right. You do 40 dates in Los Angeles. That, I don't think that's ever been done. I don't think so. Yeah. But it would cost fans more because they have to fly there. But so. it would give them time to prepare for it and book it early, which would not be more. It will be a lot cheaper. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. they'd have time. But, yeah, that, that, would, that would cost fans more for sure. Yeah, expensive ticket yeah. plus a flight and a hotel. So. Yeah. If it's in your city, you don't have to get a hotel. You don't have to get a flight, obviously. You just go there. Or if people could get discounts, because if they're coming for that show, like the hotels around the area. They maybe do a deal with Beyonce and say, hey, yeah, if, they, you, if you bring them to our hotel, make them cheaper, we'll give you, yeah. Cheaper and yeah, we'll that. do a deal, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. interesting. Come to your hotel. I wonder if an artist is ever going to do that. It's an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, I wonder how that would turn out. Yeah. Shit, if you're an artist listening to this, you haven't done that, do it. <laughs> See how it turns yeah. out. Jay-Z, so speaking of Beyonce, uh, Beyonce's husband, Jay-Z, hmm. those guys getting money, man. Uh, he strikes a multi-billion with a B. Mm. Not a million, but billion-dollar say deal following Bacardi lawsuit. Wow. Let's go over this. Uh, Jay-Z has agreed to a multi-billion-dollar deal with Bacardi surrounding the valuation of say, which comes, excuse me, which comes after their heated lawsuit over the premium cognac. According to Complex, the agreement saw Hove sell a majority of stake in Duce. He previously had a 50-50 ownership of the cognac brand with Bacardi. So it can assume that Bacardi now owns over 75% of Duce. Growing Duce over the past decade for an I- from an idea to one of the fastest selling spirits in history has been a blessing, Jay related in a statement. The next phase of this journey will further cement Duce's legacy as one of the world's most respected brands. I'm excited to renew this partnership with Bacardi. The Brooklyn bread mogul previously made an offer of $1.5 billion to buy a Bacardi's ownership stake, which is ultimately turned down while valuing the comp- company at a significantly lower $460 million. However, Complex estimated that the newly announced acquisition stake was sold at a valuation of at least $3 billion. Prior to the agreement, Jay-Z made a strategic move at the top of 2023 to relocate the lawsuit against Bacardi to Bermuda where Bacardi's headquarters is helmed at in British Overseas Territory. SC is now preparing to bring litigation against Bacardi in Bermuda, where Bacardi is incorporated and headquartered uh, for 
procuring a breach of Doucet's operating agreement under Bourbon law. So they did a deal, but Bacardi still owns majority. So they tried to, uh, Jay-Z tried to kind of buy that portion. They valued it lower of his portion. So they tried to buy it back. So they, I think they're coming up to a sort of agreement here. Uh, $3 billion valuation for cognac. That is insane, bro. A cognac a drink, just a alcoholic drink. Three billion. There's money in alcohol. What was vitamin water sold for? Three point four billion. Like that. Yeah, it was. Which is wild because that was in that was in two thousand seven. Was it really that high? Yeah. Yeah, that was and that was long time. That was before the recession. Four point one billion, my bad. Four point one billion. Wow. So Coca Cola paid four point one billion, and then fifty had like an eight percent stake. So he made about four hundred million. People don't say he can't say four hundred million, but there's proof where he did. He, you know, he just can't say it. it's a non-disclosure agreement. So yeah. he said like Forbes reported over a hundred something like a hundred million, but it was about four hundred billion dollars. I mean four hundred million, not billion. Uh, That's crazy. So yeah, this Jay Z. I'm sure if he sells his portion of this valued at three billion, if he owns like fifty percent, that's one point five billion dollars that he can just pocket. That's so. insane. One point five billion <laughs> over. Sometimes I feel like when you're at that level, man, it's just easy to make money. Yeah, because at that point, if you're smart with your money investing, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna run into like, more. Because here's the deals, thing, like I've noticed I've noticed money. a lot of these celebrities, what they do is they find they just look for companies to invest in. And out of those, like they just say they invest in ten, one of them blows the fuck up and the rest doesn't That's matter. That's all you need is yeah. one. So like Kobe Bryant did body armor, that drink, body armor. He invested in early i don't know how much kobe made like let me oh, see that water brand yeah. yeah let me see how much he made i bought that water before yeah so they sold it and as his estate because kobe died when this happened mm-hmm. uh his estate is set to make 400 million wow so uh so and then this was in 2014 kobe invested six million dollars in body armor so he took six million dollars turned it to 400 million Jeez, that's a huge return. That is insane return. Huge return. And Coca Cola bought it, of course, for five point six billion. Wow, Coca Cola's so, buying everything. Yeah, it's usually Pepsi versus Coca Cola. So, uh, yeah, four hundred million dollars. So his kids are gonna be, his wife and kids are gonna be well off. Oh, they've been well off. Yeah, of course, but this is like an extra level yeah. well off. <laughs> uh, interesting. Uh, Amazing. so we'll keep our eye on this Jay Z deal. And we'll see, you know, maybe he sells his portion or what he does. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Jay-Z. I always said he's a great businessman. You can't take that shit away from him. Longevity. Cannot. Great businessman. So, uh, everybody says I shit on Jay-Z and stuff. But, nah, man, I recognize greatness where it's due. So. Heck, yeah. Hova. <laughs> I love Hova. All right. New music. Let's get into it. Uh, NLE Choppa dropped Champions. Glorilla, Glorilla, Internet Trolls, that's Yo Gotti's artist, been killing it. J.I.D. and Loot, my boy. Uh, Lil' Key, long way to go. Meek Mill, don't follow the heathens freestyle. By the way, Meek Mill said uh, he wants Fabulous to drop another soul tape. Oh, please. Everybody wants Fabulous to drop another soul tape. Please. Meek was like, Lil' Key tweeted, uh, he was like, yo, Fab is never going to do another soul tape. Meek Mill responded, like, please <laughs> do another soul tape. Yeah. Yeah, the soul tapes. Is fucking fabulous. Was on a 
those should have been albums. If you could have made those albums, they would have been oh my amazing. God. But I think because they're so great, it's because they're not albums. Because you get you got to use samples and song, yeah. you know. So that's what makes it really great. Um, Facts. But yeah, I definitely want another soul tape. Uh, Saint John overstimulated. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little sick, and I think you probably are a little bit too. But I, I, that's why I'm coughing yeah, like stuffy nose. Uh, Logic High Life music video dropped the song and the music video with uh, Silent Bob, and uh, I forget the other guy's name in that one movie. Uh, Russ can't get right. Shot BB. How about you? Now let's talk about albums. Two K Baby scared to love. Uh, Twelve tracks on that. Features from one person, Charlie on a Friday. Kevin Gates. I did not know about this. This is interesting. He dropped. I assume the ten-year anniversary of the Luca Brasi story, the mixtape. So now it's on streaming platforms and it has 22 tracks on it. I don't know if he added tracks on there, but uh, I'm going to check it out. I hope he added something with the re-release of it. So uh, Brian Brown, Two Minute Drill, Wally the Sage, Running From Time, Afro Man, Famous Player. Uh, and That's it for new music. Album sales. Let's see who's... I hope SZA did not get beat, man. I hope she didn't get beat. I'm not going to... I don't know Let's yet. Let's find out. I hope she did not get beat. If she did, that sucks. Damn it, man. She got beat. <laughs> so tomorrow, X Together, the name of chapter, Temptation, debuts at number one with 159,000 copies. Not bad. SZA finally goes to number two after seven weeks at number one with 99,000, basically almost 100,000 copies. Taylor Swift at number three with Midnight's at 67,000 copies. Metro Boomin at number four with Heroes and Villains at 46,000 copies. Drake and 21 Savage, her loss at number five with 43,000 copies. Morgan Wallen, Dangerous the Double Album, number six with 41,000 copies. Bad Bunny, number seven with 38,000 copies. Sam Smith debuted at number eight with Gloria at 37,000 copies. Lil Yachty's album, Let's Start Here, debuted at number nine with 36,000 copies. And Zach Bryan, number 10 with American Heartbreak, 30,000 copies. Uh, Low Baby, It's Only Me, number 12, 26,000 copies. The Weeknd Starboy, back up on the charts, which is interesting. Uh, and number 14 with 24,000 copies. Future, Never Liked You, number 17 with 19,000 copies. Drake, Certified Lover Boy, number 20 with 17,000 copies. Low Baby, My Turn, number 22 with 17,000 copies. Scissor Control, number 25 with 16,000. Beyonce Renaissance, number 27 with 15,000. Juice World, Goodbye, Good Riddance, number 30 with 15,000. Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City, number 35 with 14,000. Eminem Curtain Call, 2, number 38 with 14,000. Eminem Curtain Call, 1, number 40 with 14,000. J. Cole, Forest Hills Drive, number 41 with 13,000. Drake, Take Care, 43, 13,000. Kendrick Lamar, Damn, number 48 with 13,000. Drake Scorpion, number 49 with 13,000. Lil Dirk, 7220 at number 50 with 13,000 copies. <laughs> Shout out to 13,000 copies. A lot of people doing that consistently. Yeah. Uh, Cash money. That's it for today's episode. I know it was really short, guys. I really, really apologize. We ended it very short right now. It seems like time is very low. But uh, next episode will be a lot longer. I promise you that. Uh, we've just been mad busy. Yeah, and it's, man, it's late good. right now, so we're recording it really late. Um, but we got to hit the hay. The next episode, we'll talk about the trailer, Get Richard Die Trying. I'll talk to you guys a little bit more about detail about Give It Should I Trying because by then the names for the most part would be revealed. Mm -hmm. so then we could talk about, you know, our experiences with some of these people 
it'll just be, it'll just be more of an interesting podcast with right, a lot right. more things going on, uh, and we'll have a lot more uh, time to discuss. Yeah. Uh, I'm upset. I'm pissed off today. Kyrie Irving is not at the Lakers. Joe Sy personally didn't want him delivered to the Lakers, which is disrespectful as fuck. Lakers, man, it's always the NBA versus the Lakers. They hate the Lakers for some reason. Always some bullshit happens. Uh, LeBron tweeted, maybe it's me. <laughs> is that ever since Kobe died? No, it's or always been it? against the Lakers. Yeah. Always, as, as, every time. Uh, because tired of the Lakers winning every fucking thing. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, Josiah didn't want Kyrie there. But Kyrie's going to go there. That was his there. preferred destination. He's now with the Mavericks, which I don't think is going to go that well. I'll be generally surprised if it does. Um, he's going to leave. He's a free agent in the summer. I doubt he's going to stay with the Mavericks. Be, unless they have like a crazy playoff run. Doubt he's going to stay with the Mavericks. I'm definitely disappointed in that. Uh, we'll see, though. Hopefully, in the summer, he comes and joins LeBron and AD. Then we get our fifth ring. Well, we got like four months until he's a free agent. Yeah, and the playoffs, because we have, what, February, March, and then April, halfway through April, playoffs start. So whatever happens in the playoffs, then after that, summer, and then... Lakers! Yeah, we'll keep our eye on that, man. That really pissed me off today, because that's when the news came off. I was really upset, so... Kyrie... We're going to get you home. We're going to get you home. And Russ's contract ends in the summer, so frees up space. Kyrie comes in. Kyrie, LeBron, and AD, perfect combination. As long as they can stay healthy, that's the number one thing. Blow the whistle. As long as they can stay healthy. So shout out to the Lakers, man. I hope they will start winning more and more. Uh, that's it for yeah. today's episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast. Spotify, Deezer, Pocket Cast, Audio, Stream Us, YouTube. You already know the deal. Have an amazing night, day, whenever you're listening to this. And peace. Peace.